Well, I'm Michael, for those who don't know me. Um, great to be with you tonight. And we've got a fantastic panel that are going to make their way to seats that are miraculously going to appear behind me, all things going well. Um, but I just want to explain the, um, the brochures that you have on your seats. And I know they're there because there was an amazing... Um, kind of effort to get them out there. It was just a beautiful thing, people moving in sync and getting them aligned. The ones that are facing in the right direction, they're mine, because I thought Kylie's here, comms, you know, you've got to do it right. Some others, maybe not so meticulous, but I can't speak for them. Uh, there's one there, uh, this one, which speaks about the different entities you're going to hear about tonight. And I think the takeaway uh, from this morning was that their story is our story. And we really want to invite you to be part of that story and interact with that story. Uh, there are some email addresses there. I'm just really believing that the Holy Spirit's going to kind of flag some things to you tonight. So, you know, don't hesitate to email those people and get in touch and say, hey, I'd really like to know more about that. So please take advantage of that. The smallest one, probably the most important one. Who can tell me what the smallest one is? Miracle card, yes, we're believing during Global Legacy during the month of June for miracles, and uh, we saw on the news, didn't we, about posting those miracles, so can I encourage you to write down there, what are you believing for, or what are you believing in other people's lives for, it's really powerful when we team together, and in some of our gatherings, we're going to hold up those miracle cards and say, hey, we're believing together for this miracle to happen, we're believing for our daughter, Catherine, in the month of June to just really encounter God in a fresh way. She's 29 now. I know it's hard to believe, isn't it? We're so young. You know, we got married young. We're young parents. And, um, but, um, and she rings up and she says, Dad, will you pray? A friend of mine's in a coma. A tree fell on him and he's going to have facial reconstruction and they're trying to wake him up out of the coma. We say, of course we will pray. And we're just believing that he's going to come out of that coma and we'll be able to say, well, darling daughter... God works through prayer, doesn't he? Yes, Dad, he does. So um, what are you believing for in the month of June? And then on the remaining card, it's like, how can you be involved? How can you be involved with Global Legacy? Because it's an intergenerational legacy, right? We're going to celebrate some things that have happened, what, what's happening now, and what are you guys going to cause to happen in the future? So how might you like to pray? What would, where would you like to go? I went to the Punjab at the beginning of this year with Sheridan, an amazing trip. I've never been to India before. Um, Pastor Sheridan's going again. Maybe you should go with him. Um, how can you join? What can you start? Maybe you can get involved in an activate group or join a team. What does that look like? And how can you give of your time, talents, and resources? So really encourage you to use those. Um, I know for me during the month of June, that entities card, I've just got it in my Bible, and I'm just going to pray for a different entity every day of the week. So, um, I don't know, some are going to be blessed because there's seven days in a week, right? And there's only four to pray for, so, I don't know, hopefully someone will get a, a second dose the next week. So, but please take those and use them, that will be fantastic. Have they arrived? Good. We're not convinced. They have, that's great. Well, we want to um, introduce them. Monique did a great job of introducing them already. Well done. That's <laughs> fantastic. Um, Jay, was it? Hello, Jay. <laughs> Jack. Oh, okay. Very fun. Well, yeah, you've been yeah. bodybuilding since I saw you last, oh, Jack. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Fantastic. Mind you, I must say it's a compliment to be sort of likened to Jay, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yes, I mean, she did you a favour, Ray, didn't she, really? So, Thank you, Monique. <laughs> so we have Ray with us on my right, and um, Ray is the CEO of Activate. Uh, education group, so we'll be hearing from Ray tonight, which is fantastic. 
And then on his right, we've got Sanji. Lovely to have you with us, Sanji. Sanji was at North this morning, so he's here tonight, which is fantastic. And he's the practice manager of Little London Medical Centre, and we're really lucky to have you. Had trouble getting the words out there. <laughs> Lovely, lucky to have you. And um, yeah, we were just hearing this morning about how you were an answer to prayer, and you turned up, I think, during COVID, and just the way that you came on the scene was fantastic. So we thank God for you. And then we have next to you, Lana. It's lovely to have Lana with us tonight. She's the popular choice, Lana. Yes. She's the operations manager of Activate Development. And um, she was at North this morning because some of these people were having trouble with their omnipresence. You know, apparently only Jesus can pull off that kind of thing. So, um, so they're here tonight, which is great and lovely to have Lana with us. And Astra, who was here this morning, um, she's the general manager of... Um, Community Link Trust, and it's wonderful to have you with us again tonight. Fantastic. So I've got some questions I'm going to put to the team. We're going to start with Ray, and we're going to head to the right, and then with the next round of questions, we'll start with Sanji and head to the right so they all have a chance to say something, which will be fantastic. I'm going to put my watch on just so I've got a clear conscience, but whether I actually watch it or not um, will remain to be seen. Someone can come up and play the keys. This morning, Wendy came up and played the keys. She did. I said to her, I thought I'd died and gone to heaven. And I realised, no, I'm still here. So, <laughs> so that's good. So the first question we have for you tonight is, what is the dream that you have for your entity? We talked a bit this morning that sometimes we can dream if we had a bit too much cheese on toast or a nice pizza or whatever, or we could dream of all sorts of things. Uh, Ray's dreaming about his Mediterranean cruise. But when he's not a dreaming about things like that, and you're thinking about your entity. What are you dreaming about? We'll start with you, Ray. Gee, I was in uh, Santorini there for a Were moment, you? Michael. Well, come, <laughs> that? come back to come Hamilton, back. Ray. Okay. Yes, come back. So the mission statement for the Activate group in the widest sense is activating community transformation. And for Vision College, Activate Education Group, it's activating community transformation through education. So that's our mission. That's our purpose. But how does it look? What's the dream? And for me, the dream is to create and deliver outstanding learning experiences for people so they can pursue their vocational dreams. And it's great to see education giving people the step up and the step out that they can uh, and they need to pursue their um, aspirations for their future. So that's our dream. Great. Thank, thank you, Ray. That's great. That deserves a round of applause, doesn't it, right there? Give the panel some encouragement. That's fantastic. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Sanji, it was wonderful to have you at the pre-meeting, I think, was that last week or was that the week before? I think it was only last week, time's flying as we go past, but just lovely to see a closer connection happening um, with Little London Medical Centre and really feel a part of what's happening amongst you guys. So when you're dreaming, I don't know what else you dream about, um, but when you're not dreaming about other things and you're dreaming about Little London Medical Centre, what is it that you see? Well, actually, I am a dreamer. I dream about all sorts of things, uh, but keeping it to Little London. Um, who's heard of Little London, by the way? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Oh, awesome. Who knows where it is? Excellent. Excellent. Oh, that's good. Um, we'd love to see you sometime if you haven't visited. Did you bring Come forms visit. for them to sign up tonight? Oh, Sandy? look, you know, <laughs> if you want to join us, you're welcome to. Um, but come visit us. Drop it and say good day. Um, come knock on my door and say hi um, if you're around that part of town. Um, our vision is quite simple. Everyone needs healthcare. Um, as humans, we <laughs> get sick, we um, struggle with aspects of our health. And, you know, I don't just mean physical health, I mean mental health, I mean spiritual health, all aspects of health. Um, 
we all struggle with it. And it's something that we need help with from time to time, or sometimes often. So we exist. We've been, Little London Medical Centre's uh, been, uh, Medical Clinic, sorry, has been owned by Activate for coming up seven years. Before that, was running um, with other owners. And for those of you who don't know, it's been running for over 100 years in Hamilton. Um, in a house that is over 100 years old. And it does look a bit like that. So we're in the, in the process of refurbishing it at the moment. So it doesn't look like it's 100 years old. But still retains some of its character. So that's, that's um, a part of the dream. The dream is really to uh, be able to offer more than just healthcare to our people that come. It's to offer a place where people feel safe where they're welcomed, where they feel like they're not just a number, um, where they are encouraged in their journey to, to own their health and to walk alongside health professionals to, to be well. Um, that's a, a, it's a, it's a big commitment. Uh, and healthcare, as you guys know, um, at the moment, is primary healthcare as well as secondary healthcare is, is facing a crisis in New Zealand. It's not just New Zealand's facing a crisis in, but we certainly are in the middle of that at the moment. So it's actually really tough to run um, healthcare well um, and meet everyone's needs. It's a constant challenge. So our dream is not to just provide that healthcare, but to provide more um, and to take, I guess, care of the whole person, not just their health. So that's, that's the vision. Um, it's something we're trying to do at the moment um, and it's something we're trying to grow. So I'll stop there. Thanks, Sanj. That's a, that's a big dream, a big vision. Fantastic. Lana, when you're dreaming and you're thinking about Activate Development, what are you, what are you thinking about? What do you see? Yes, I do actually spend a lot of my spare time thinking about <laughs> Activate Developments. Um, so Activate Developments was initially created in order to um, make profits to um, put back into and the Activate groups such as Community Link and to the church and so forth. Um, as we have grown, we have developed um, more into building social housing. Um, and at the moment, we have, um, as of next week, we'll be handing over um, four more houses to Kainga Ora. And what my dream would be, though, is to do social housing that impacts our community where we work within the Activate group to... Um, and you'll hear from Astra about what their dream is, but, you know, when you're helping families and you're helping individuals, um, that you're not just handing a house out, like a social house that they just get to live in, but it's like you're giving people a hand up and you're providing a solution for um, those in need. Fantastic. That's great, isn't it? We heard this morning about how in your office you had to get a bigger whiteboard to write down prayers and answers to prayers and dreams. So that's a good sign, isn't it? Fantastic. Estra, I know that you're dreaming about lots of things. So what are you thinking about when you're dreaming about Community Link Trust? Mm. Um, for us, the dream for Community Link Trust is really to have a place that is a refuge for the community. Um, it is something where we want to have a place where everyone feels like whānau uh, and everyone's needs are met. They come in with whatever those needs are and we're actually able to meet them, not be like, oh, yeah, we'll refer you to here or we'll refer you to there. Actually, we can deal with all of those things. Um, or if not, we can refer within here. So that's that's something that I personally love is actually being able to... Um, 
to have that connection with the other entities where um, they can help fulfil the parts of the vision that aren't your core lane. Yeah. That's exciting, isn't it? That deserves a, a round of applause. We'd really like you tonight to think about how can you be part of this story? You know, where could you be involved? And um, we talk about going into all the world and preaching the gospel, don't we? And seeing people's lives transformed. And the way in which lives can be transformed is like working through some of these initiatives. So could you pray? Um, you know, could you give? Could you be involved in some way? So be thinking about that and, and be open um, to the Holy Spirit just nudging you. Write those emails um, and be on the journey. That would be fantastic. The next stream, and we're going to start with um, Sanj this time, is um, Pastor Sheridan's often talking about, you know, we want things to be relocatable and to be scalable in different places. So when it comes to Little London Medical Centre, how do you see that that could be relocatable and scalable in different places? Um, we have a massive dream, um, and sometimes I think it's important for us to just actually scale it back and try and get the here and now going. So, look, our dream is, first of all, you know, I'm working at the moment with, with our team on a sustainable operating model for our clinic, something that allow us to, to keep things ticking over, to allow our patients' needs to be met, um, to, to be sustainable financially, all those sort of things that you need to do um, to set foundations up. Um, but after that, we want to grow and um, we want to grow. We're currently growing by accepting more and more patients into our enrolled um, population at the, at the clinic. In time, um, not putting a date on it, but in time we'll have a presence here, on campus here. Um, and after a bit more time, again not putting a date on it, um, we'll have a, another clinic running here that um, will provide all aspects of, of health and wellness. Um, and we're busy planning that at the moment. In the future, I guess, it, it'll be good to be able to put this in place elsewhere. Um, but I think that's something to come. At the moment, we've got plenty on our plates as far as it's trying to um, set ourselves up there and then putting a presence up in here. That's great. Thanks so much for that. So, Lana, when you're dreaming about um, other places in New Zealand and, and what it could look like. Do you see ways in which Activate Development could be replicated in other places, perhaps scaled a bit differently? What does that look like for you? Well, I got off lightly this morning because I could just copy Josh's answer <laughs> when he spoke before me, so <laughs> can't copy and paste this time, unfortunately. But um, I think, I mean, at this present time, we are very much focusing in our Hamilton, Waikato community. Uh, however, I, I feel like once we have a model that works, it's something that can be repl replicated elsewhere. Great. How about you, for you, Astra? What, what are you thinking about in terms of how this could be scalable and relocated in other places? We're thinking of, you know, like in Tuakau. In Tuakau, they have a, um, a barbecue every second Friday, and the community comes to it. It's become quite a kind of a, a collection place there, and, and the campus is right on the main street. So just thinking about some of those communities, is there something that you think, you know, we could do through Activate uh, Community Link? Um, yeah, for us, we, we actually had a prophetic word uh, towards the end of last year for Community Link Trust, and that was that there was a model that was going to be birthed out of it that would go through the nation and beyond. So for us, like, I hold that very close personally to my heart because I feel like there's a lot of weight that sits in that to make sure you do it right. Um, but, yeah, I really do believe that 
we will change this country when there is a CLT in every region. Uh, and I can see it attaching to, um, to activates or, or to other churches within the, um, the country. And, you know, if you could do that, what would it look like for the country, for the kids in the schools, for the um, whanau that don't have any point of connection. And I know that um, it is something that is going to happen because it's sitting on my heart uh, and I shared something with Sheridan before I realised this whole like scalable thing and he turned around and he went, great, can you make it scalable? Let's go. I was like, all right, you're speaking my language, let's go. So it's really about getting the model right uh, to make sure that we can then take that and plant it in other places. But God's confirmed it to me as well because I've seen the people pop up. So I already have my eyes on people in the South Island uh, and in other places of this country where I've gone, you're going to be involved in CLT one day. I just know it. It's coming. It's fantastic. Ray, what do you see? If you know Ray, you'll know it's a bad day if he hasn't had at least 10 ideas. And uh, he'll have another 10 ideas tomorrow. So um, if you kind of focus those down, Ray, to just one or two, um, what, do you, what do you see in terms of, I know you're doing it already, about being scalable and relocatable in other parts of the country? In terms of scalability, Vision College has been in existence next year for 40 years, which is just a wonderful legacy of those that have gone before. It really is exciting. Uh, and it's far beyond Hamilton. We have a campus in Christchurch. Tukoroa and Auckland. And so, as Sanj mentioned about some of the challenges in health, currently education is in a challenging space. I'm sure you're well aware of that. So, uh, the focus at this stage is to ensure that all campuses are functioning well, well supported. And the model of working alongside churches with specially developed programs that can support their communities through education and lifting people, wherever they might be, is, is a model that we can and have done uh, previously. So the focus currently is to just strengthen uh, the ship as it is, and then as that prosperity begins to flow in greater measure, we can look elsewhere. Fantastic. Just as they're talking, I was kind of thinking, wouldn't it be fantastic if some of you guys rocked up to some of these guys, like knocked on Lana's door, for example, and said, hey, Lana, I'd love to be part of praying uh, with your group, and I've got some really exciting ways of making money. Um, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't that be cool? I imagine that would put a smile on Lana's dial. And, um, and to rock up to Astra and say, hey, look, you know, I've got some ideas about um, how we could make a difference in our community. Um, or rock up and see Sanji when you're around that part of, of Hamilton and say, hey, I'd like to help out. Because I think Sanji's painted about half of Little London Medical Centre himself, probably. Not, not by himself, but I'd love to swing a paintbrush or whatever or just make a difference around this place. Or come and see Pastor Ray and say, Pastor Ray, you've only had 10 ideas today. I've got another 15. It could be a blue sky day today. Yeah, bring it on. And uh, he'll take you out for coffee and sit down and have a chat. So, you know, be part of the journey with these guys. Absolutely. Now, the next question is, we'd love to hear some stories. Who loves stories? Yeah. I love stories. And um, so try, uh, try and be disciplined, guys, to one story. And if we've got time at the end, we'll have another story. Um, but we'll start with Lana, and we'd love to hear a story about how you feel what you're doing is, you know, transforming people's lives. I love Lana. You had a story on the last Global Legacy video. 
um, when you when that lady went into the into a house and you were able to furnish the house and it was just um, it just spoke of the love of Jesus for her that she'd never experienced before and it just brought tears to your eyes they thought wow that's the transforming power of the gospel isn't it so share us another story because that one was great (laughs) Uh, so Activate Developments doesn't have a lot to do with the general public um, because we're building houses and then handing the houses over. Um, we have very little... Uh, like, w- what my involvement would be with would be with contractors and um, we have a few rental properties. So um, with the story Michael referred to, um, was one of our tenants. And so... Um, I'm just trying to choose a story. <laughs> I should have been more prepared. Um, yeah, there's one tenant. Um, she um, was having issues, so every time I'd see her, I would pray for her. And um, one of the times that I um, went to visit her, uh, she was so excited to see me, and she said, Lana, Lana, it's just what you prayed for. Um, so she'd received a real direct answer for prayer. So um, it was just really special for me to... Um, have quite a good connection with her, a good relationship with her. Um, and what's really great for me is having these organisations as part of our group is that I can refer people on to if they're needing um, food or budgeting and if they're needing health, if they're needing education. Um, and so it's really is my privilege to be part of a bigger group that I can help connect um, the people that I'm in touch with into our group. Great, thank you, Lana. Estra, tell us a story. Okay. Um, This morning I talked about a a mum that we're working with, which um, has been really exciting, seeing some changes in her to show up for herself and show up for her kids and what it's done for the family. Um, But actually, one of the things that I have really enjoyed is you get to work with um, parents and work with the whole whānau, but when you work with these youth, that um, are a product of their environment and they've had no say in how they were brought up. Um, we, we were mentoring this particular young man uh, last year. Um, he ended partway through last year and we'd had him for about a year. He was uh, 16, 17. And I, I just loved watching this, this guy come out of his shell he was with a mentor, and a lot of the time you think, man, all they're doing is playing PlayStation. <laughs> but he's actually realising that he's able to trust somebody um, and that somebody's in his corner, somebody cares for him. And I was able to share this story with the uh, the board earlier this year where um, I was working at the Rugby Sevens. So in my spare time, I also run bars for Montana. So you'll often see me at Claudelands or at the stadium. I was working at the Rugby Sevens, uh, running a big beverage tent there, and I was doing all the sign-in for the health and safety for them as they came in, and this name came across the paper as he signed in, and I looked and I went, I know that name. And then I looked at it, and then I looked at him, and I went up to him and I went, hey, do you remember me? And he's like looking at me, and I said, from Community Link Trust, I said, I used to run Parent Link. And he's like, oh, oh. And I was like, how are you going? What are you doing here? And he said, oh, I'm volunteering for my touch team. And I was like, that's awesome. So over these two days, I was able to work with him and actually, like, call out the gold in him. So I was like, hey, can you go and get me the, hey, can you get the, are you on that? You know, just, like, really just 
intentionally working with them over those two days. At the end of those two days, um, I was talking to some of the boys at Montana. They were talking about needing some more hands on deck the next day for pack down and stuff. And I said, do you need some staff? He goes, yeah, I do. I said, I've got somebody for you. Let me introduce you to him. So this dude, who was 17, uh, I said to him, do you want a job? He goes, yeah. And I said, turn up, 10 a.m. tomorrow morning, you got a contract. And he was like, yes. And he was so stoked. Because this guy, like, nobody ever gave him a chance, you know. Um, but here's a 17-year-old who was actually able to prove himself through his mentoring. He'd made those changes. He could really shine in that weekend that I was with him. And then with our Montana crew, I just said, hey, guys, here's a little backstory. Like, give him a hard line, but he's going to be gold for you. And now he's got opportunity to actually go, you know, like keep going in that next step. And that's the cool thing about CLT. We don't just do a program, they finish the program and then close the books. We actually keep journeying with them, keep connecting, keep following. So it's exciting to just watch them grow and mature. Isn't that awesome? That deserves a clap, doesn't it? I think it does. Fantastic. Now, Ray, just one story. This morning, I think Ray slipped in a couple of stories, but I'm just watching the clock tonight. So, Ray, if you want to get your beauty sleep tonight, it'll just have to be one story. If you're beautiful enough, well, maybe you can go for two. Wow. Gee, it's a tough deal there, Michael. It's how we roll. Which one should I go with? I don't mind. Up to you. Yeah, yeah, okay. The Christchurch one was good. The Christchurch one was good? Yeah, I like the Christchurch one. All right, we'll go with the Christchurch one. How long did you live in Christchurch for? We lived there for nine and a half years, Ray, but we weren't part of the story. <laughs> I was just thinking how I could make that, weave that into it, Michael. But All right, a, a story about Christchurch. So, uh, as I mentioned before, we have a campus in Christchurch where we deliver a number of programs from foundational skills for second chance learners through to early childhood education, IT, technology education, and on to our counselling degree, which is just a wonderful program. And I had the privilege of meeting with some of the, the students uh, that will be graduating at the end of this year. And uh, I was talking with one student, uh, she's a mature woman, and she was just saying how much she loves the Fano of Vision College. Just the sense, this warmth, this Fano environment is something that's really brought healing and strength to her. Because going through a counselling programme, or particularly the Vision College programme, it really does quite an act of, or a number on certainly looking at issues in your own life and preparing you well to be a highly skilled counsellor in the future. And she said the, the process of going through the training has been absolutely transformational for her. And she's l- so looking forward to going into the community. And the Christchurch Canterbury community, as we were talking earlier this morning, has been through some really challenging times. The earthquakes in 2011, the uh, terrorist tragedy in 2015, as well as all the cost of living crisis and the challenges of COVID that we're all familiar with. And so there's great need in Christchurch. And this particular student, along with the others, are so excited to go out into the community. These are people of faith. These are people that are well-trained to pursue uh, a career that they've dreamed of to help and support people, some very needy people. So it's just wonderful that we're all part of this together uh, to see lives change through learning. Fantastic. Mm. Thank you, Ray. Didn't he do well? Just one story. That's great. Hand over the microphone now, Ray, before you (laughs) tempt it. That's good. So, Sanj, we know that it's hard, um, you know, in the medical system to be able to share stories sometimes with patient confidentiality, but uh, is this this a story that you could share with us? Yeah, look, I'll try and make it somewhat personal. So, 
we all have health issues, right? Whatever they may be. But in, in, in the West anyway, um, I think we've often taken health for granted. We haven't really thought much about it. We can abuse our body, sort of, you know, fair, fair amount and get away with it because, you know, we've got clean drinking water and, you know, we can mostly get food that, that is, um, that's going to fill your stomach, et cetera, et cetera. So we've taken health for granted. But when COVID came and a pandemic, a worldwide pandemic came, all of a sudden things changed. And people who hadn't really thought about their health or worried about it at all suddenly became really worried about their health. Well, people died. Well, people got really sick. Um, you know, there, there was all sorts of thinking that had to change about how come this is happening in this supposed civilised society of 2020. Um, so a focus on health um, for our people... If you think of yourself, I mean, looking out here, I see a very good-looking bunch of people. And, you know, when we, when we are in the public, we present our best public self, right? Um, but everyone underneath has stuff that we struggle with. Everyone, you know, no matter how well put together someone is, they're struggling with something or the other. And so, you know, we in health, our doctors, our nurses, get the privilege of sharing people's personal lives there's stuff that they can tell their doctor, their GP or their nurse that others simply wouldn't know, even their family sometimes wouldn't know. So we get to share a very precious part of, of people's lives. And then, you know, we, we keep it. We don't take it anywhere else, we keep it. Um, and it's, um, it's a real privilege to be able to do that. One of the things that we've really struggled with, and looking out over here at the age of people here, this is something that I think we currently really struggle with, and that's mental health. Mm. You know, anxiety, depression, all other aspects of mental health is something that our generation at the moment really struggles from. Now, we see that on a daily basis at the clinic, and health is a part of everyone, everyone's condition. So, you know, we encounter that on a, on a daily basis. It's a real privilege to be able to do that. Great. Thank you. I feel my, my watch is buzzing, so this will have to be a quick fire round just to finish off and we're going to start with Astra and then Lana and, and then we're going to have um, um, Sanji and then Ray to finish off. And the last question that I have for you uh, and sorry you won't have long to speak to it is what have you needed faith for and how have you seen God move in that situation? So we're starting with Astra and we're moving in this direction. Uh, it's very hard to do a quick fire on that. Um, I think pretty much every day in community link trust needs faith. <laughs> People think that um, social services is well resourced in New Zealand. I can assure you it is not. Uh, we are seeing a massive need that is greater than ever before, and the funding has stopped. So um, we're absolutely believing that God is going to come through, uh, that we will find... Uh, new ways of being able to get funding but personally I'm actually believing that the community is going to see who we are and what we do and they're going to support us um, so I've seen God come through uh, time and time again um, and you know even down to me being in the seat that I'm in currently um, I know that that was a God thing. Funny story, quick fire story, okay, I just thought of something. So two and a half years ago I actually, no more than that, uh, 2020 is when I first applied for the general manager role. Uh, that was between me and Steve. OK, 
came down to a fine line in the board and he got it, not me. And I just thought, well, at least I didn't lose to a douche. He was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> but, but God said to me when they rung and said, uh, I'm really sorry, you didn't get the job. This was Jess. And as soon as she said that, I heard God say, not yet. And I said, no worries, Jess, like, just keep my name and number. Um, I, I, I know who you are now and I want to be part of it. And she's, like, quite surprised. And I was like, no, no, just, just you know, I'll, I'll be interested. Let me know if something else comes up. And so then uh, Steve resigned and he said to me, yes, we do have a position, but also I'm resigning and I've put your name forward to the board. Went for it, interviewed again didn't get it, I was like, oh, come on, God, this is a joke. If I don't get the wraparound role, I'm out. Like, this is dumb. And, uh, and so <laughs> didn't get that role. Chris got it. And I, um, I actually had a friend say to me, why the heck are you so thinking about this? I said, I just feel like that's where I'm meant to be. And anyway, um, the time came. The business that I had at the time sold. It literally slotted in with my vendor assistance and then walked straight into a job with ParentLink. Uh, and then even just coming into the GM role, that was just straight up a God thing. So literally the fact that I'm here is God taking me through it. And I know he didn't bring me here to sink the ship. <laughs> so there is a brighter future for CLT. Yeah. That's great. I really believe some of us needed to hear that story tonight. I don't think that was just a tag on. I think that was, you know, a, a God instant. So maybe you're in a situation and, you know, God hasn't opened the doors. It's easy to feel discouraged. But um, if God really spoke to you, God will open the doors. So hang in there. Lana, what are you needing faith for in this season? Uh, so I think we all know that um, with interest rates at the moment and costs of um, living, costs of goods, supply is gone crazy. So we were riding the wave real well over the last couple of years with really low interest rates and um, the housing prices going crazy, which of course works great for us. And so we have a prayer meeting every fortnight and towards the end of last year, the words that were starting to come through was all very much about a winding road and digging deep and you know, I write them all down and going, yeah, cool, you know, that's encouraging. And then you realise when things get real bad, you're like, oh, thank you, Lord, that you knew what was coming. And he's given us these words to sustain these bad times. Um, because, I mean, we've all seen on the news construction companies going into liquidation, you know, many companies just failing. And I just feel like God is, um, he's calling us to something greater. I don't necessarily know what that thing is, but at least like when we walk by faith and we can trust God. So um, yeah, I need faith for everything. <laughs> That's great. Everything's good. Yes. Sanj, what are you needing faith for for Little London Medical Look, Centre? Can I, can, I, um, can I share a couple of things about faith? Oh no, only one, eh? Only one. Yeah, only one, Sanj. <clears throat> okay. You got it. That's how um, we roll. Look, can I... Um, I, I feel like God's delivering stuff on a weekly, fortnightly, monthly basis. I've been in this current role for 12 months, just over 12 months now. I've seen him deliver stuff regularly. Um, the point I want to make, I think, looking around, is um, there's two things that we as Christians should know. We don't always... We don't always believe it. One is God loves us. He loves us. He loves us, loves us, loves us more than we ever know. 
Second, we're called according to his purpose. Yeah. Yeah? So, I really want to encourage you guys because I've been through lots of false starts. I've wanted to do things for God for many years and lots of doors have closed and, you know, I've done stuff and I've gone, oh, just, I just don't think this is what it is. I really feel like I'm in a role now where God has placed me. But I just want to look out and encourage you guys because, you know, some of you may be going, I, I don't know what I have to offer. I really don't. I don't know what I have to offer. I'm not good at anything. You know, don't think that. You know, God has made you for a purpose. He loves you, and he's got a purpose for you. And that purpose could be anything, but you just have to make yourself available. And and when doors close, you know, don't give up. Lots of doors have closed for me, but when you trust in him, he will show you the way. Sometimes that way is not easy, but he has made you for a purpose, and you have something to contribute for his kingdom. So really hold on to that when things are tough. Really hold on to it. Because I know, for me, that's coming to fruition now. And it's taken me years and years. So hang on to it, guys. Cheers. Fantastic. Thank you. Ray, what what are you needing faith for? Well, as the scriptures say, the just shall walk by faith. And so that's something that we all need and live every day and each and every day. And I'm just so conscious that faith is the currency of heaven. So as we use dollars to buy and trade things... Uh, and on you know on a day-to-day basis so faith if you like is the key that unlocks the miracle working power of God and so right in this present time we need to exercise our faith to see increasing enrollments so I'm pleased to say Hamilton is going great guns uh, but we need to see further increase in enrollments in Christchurch and in our Hamilton sorry our Auckland campus but um, one of the things which I'm so grateful for is the opportunity we have as a team to pray regularly and so we've seen many answers to prayers, one of them in particularly in our Auckland campus where we, we moved to a new campus, where we got just a phenomenal deal on the lease. It was an absolute steal that only God could do. And then early this year, we were approached by another business who said they would like to sublease part of our building. We said, fine. And the net result of all of that is that we are paying no rent uh, for our building in Auckland. I go, thank you, Jesus. That is a miracle. And I'm sure like all of us, there's many stories we could share that would continue to just uh, glorify God for his faithfulness and for his commitment to our success. And it's so good to know that God is bigger than us, better than us, and in spite of the obstacles that we see before us, he has a way to lead us through. Mm. Fantastic. Isn't that great? Could I invite you just to show your appreciation for the, uh, for the panel? Really appreciate what they've shared.